Welcome to the first episode of the highly anticipated, long in development, I Want to Know podcast. My name's Josh Spector. I will be your host. If you have no idea who I am, I'm the creator of the For the Interested newsletter, which you can check out at fortheinterested.com. I've written it for about six years. There's about 18,000 creative entrepreneurs who read it every week. I'm also a consultant who helps people grow their audience in business. And I want to start by saying why I'm doing this podcast. I'm doing it to help creative entrepreneurs get their questions answered. Most of those questions will be answered by me. Occasionally, we'll have episodes where I bring in other experts to answer those questions. Here's how it's going to work. This podcast will be weekly. Each episode will have a different guest who comes on and asks me three questions. I'll share my advice and my answers to them in a five-minute answer for each question. It'll sometimes be a little more of a conversation. So basically, in a nutshell, you tune in, you're going to hear three questions. You're going to hear five-minute answers to each. You are hopefully going to hear no fluff and get a lot of actionable tips that you can put to use almost immediately. That's what this podcast is going to be in general. But for this first episode as sort of an introduction, I'm going to do something slightly different. Today, my guest will be Emily Benedict, who's my secret weapon. Emily has worked with me for years and helps me manage a lot of the stuff I do. She helps me manage my content. She helps manage the ads in my newsletter. She helps me get organized and keep on track with all sorts of stuff. So I thought a good way to kick off this podcast would be to bring her on, let her ask me three questions about what this podcast will be, why I'm doing it, and sort of give you a sense of what to expect as we get into the, the, the typical or normal episodes that are to come. For the introductions in this podcast, again, I feel like on a lot of podcasts, people go on and on about what someone did in kindergarten and no one really cares when they get to the point. So I'm asking guests to send me basically a three-sentence introduction so they can let you know a bit about who they are. Here's what Emily said. Emily spent nearly 15 years in corporate communications and public relations for some of the biggest brands on the planet, including the Oscars, where I actually worked with her. That's how I met Emily years ago. Starbucks and Searchlight Pictures. She's now a solopreneur running her own agency, ESB Media, and helps clients, including me with everything from PR to social media to copywriting and branding. As she likes to say, her superpowers are organization, process, and consistency, which I completely agree with. And other than consistency, I'm really bad at the others. So that's where I'm glad to have her helping me. She did say this, but I will say it. I highly recommend you hire her and get her to help, but she's not allowed to leave me to go work for other people. So I'll leave it with that. So with that in mind, Hey, Emily, how's it going? Hi. Amazing. <laughs> I've, this is the first podcast I've ever been on. I'm very nervous. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. God. Well, now I feel like throwing everything out and I'll just ask you. I feel like now I've got you the hot seat. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I figure nobody knows me and my business, my audience better than you. So I figured you'd be the perfect person to have come on and sort of, uh, as you know, I've been talking about doing a podcast for a really long time. I've had some sort of starts and stops where I've recorded episodes and not put them out. But now I feel like this is actually going to happen. So with that said, I know you've got three questions for me. So let's get to the first one. What's the first thing you want to know? Awesome. 
All right. I want to know why is this the right time for you to get into a podcast? Like you mentioned, and I know we've talked about it a lot. You've talked about it for a while about making a podcast and why is this the right time for your audience specifically? Those are excellent questions. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it is interesting. It, it's funny, like the, as far as a right time goes, I've known, or I shouldn't say known, because maybe this podcast is going to flop, but I believed that I had the opportunity to create a podcast that would be successful and people would like and find valuable. And I'd probably enjoy doing for a really long time. I also know that to do it right takes time and commitment. So I have, one of the reasons I waited for so long is because I wanted to make sure that if I was going to do it, I was going to have the time and the ability to sort of do it right and, and commit to it, which I feel like I've now gotten to a point sort of six years into being a full-time solopreneur, creator, entrepreneur. I've gotten to a point now where I do feel like I have that time. The other thing is I've over the years between consulting and I, you know, answer people's questions on email all the time and Twitter and all this stuff. I do so much of this, what I call kind of micro, con micro coaching or consulting all the time. And lots of times I answer people's questions and they may be specific to them, but I know that there's so many other people that would find that answer valuable because they have similar challenges. And it always sort of bummed me out. I feel really good about being really helpful to the person who had asked the question. But in the back of my head, I would sort of go, wow, I know that so many other people, if they could see this conversation or hear this conversation that I just had with somebody on Zoom, that they would find it really valuable. So this is the format I came up for. The format I came up with for this show is specifically designed to take that experience and sort of scale it to reach more people and provide more value to them. The other thing is, this is an opportunity for my audience. There's not a lot of shows where literally anyone can be a guest, even if you've done nothing. And so I have set up a page where anyone can go to joshspector.com slash questions, and you can literally apply to be a guest and just say, these are the three questions you would want to ask. And if your questions are interesting enough, and I think other people will find that, that my answers and the conversation valuable, I would love to have you on. And so, and by coming on, you will not only get answers and get some quote unquote free consulting, you'll also get exposure to my audience, both in the podcast and in my newsletter and all that. So it's a, I think the format is kind of a cool opportunity to provide value to my audience in multiple ways. Whereas typically you couldn't get on a podcast or reach that size audience unless you have a certain amount of credibility or experience or that kind of thing. And then the other piece about why now is the right time. And, and this is, this is, I think, an interesting part that people don't talk about enough. I have become much more comfortable. I've been a guest on a lot of podcasts. I've also, you know, it's funny one of the silver linings of the pandemic and everything going virtual and everything going to Zoom is it sort of forced me to be comfortable on camera, video, you know, even in a sort of one-to-one -one situation like this. And I think that probably held me back for a while. In some ways, I, I figured if I was going to do a podcast these days, you might as well record it, 
video as well. It seemed kind of like foolish not to, to be able to put it on YouTube, to be able to cut up clips, to, to promote and that kind of thing. And so I think there was a time probably where I, it almost held me back because I didn't want to do a podcast and not do video, but I wasn't really comfortable doing video. And I really do think the pandemic and Zoom world in general, where everything is Zoom, has led me to become more comfortable, which has sort of gotten me to a point personally where I feel more ready to do it. It doesn't feel as daunting as it probably did a couple of years ago. And, and I would add sort of one more quick thing to that. And, you know, different people have different levels of comfort with different things, right? So for some people, they're uncomfortable with video or audio or speaking or writing or publishing. I view for all creators in general, I view it as a trajectory with what you become comfortable doing, right? So for me, you know, my first blog was in like 1999. And I've had, you know, done all the stuff and I've, you know, for years it was anonymous. Then I would gradually get comfortable blogging in my own name. Then there was a long time where it's like, I wasn't comfortable. I was comfortable blogging and maybe posting on Twitter under like the brand name of whatever I was doing, but not comfortable sharing it on my personal accounts. So I would literally write blog posts and be like, I can't share this on Facebook or whatever I was using at the time because I just wasn't whatever, insecure, whatever. I just wasn't comfortable enough doing it. And one of the things I've realized for myself and also in talking to other people that are sort of on this journey is it takes time and like you eventually get there, right? And I think I've now gotten to the point where this piece of it, I'm now comfortable with. Other pieces of it came sooner, writing, publishing. Obviously, I'm now really active on Twitter. Now I'm sort of here. So I think that's another piece in terms of like why it's happened now, as opposed to, it's not that now I suddenly think podcasts are valuable. Like four years ago, five years ago, I knew having a podcast or videos or any of that stuff uh, would have been helpful. I just wasn't ready to do it. I'm very proud of you. I've known you for 10 years. We're yeah, you for the, the last six or seven and i know how much you resisted video so i could see yeah. your trajectory and i identify yeah. with that like i don't when i don't post anything because i'm afraid and so i i totally i know and i'm constantly nagging you of like you you got you know you got to do it but i also know like you'll get there this is your first podcast it won't be your life. <laughs> give it give it oh gosh okay. all right so what else do you want to know okay i want to know and this is usually any idea that you come up with because you always have a million ideas all the time. But I want to know how you got the idea for this podcast format. It's definitely different than most hosts, how most hosts structured their podcasts and their episodes. We're so used to just traditional Q&As. How did you come up with this idea? Sure. So it was an evolution, but I would say it started with kind of thinking about it, figuring out and knowing what I didn't want to do. So the first obvious choice that I think most people do when they're like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast is they do the typical interview show, right? They go, oh, I'm going to bring on, you know, bring on experts and interview people, talk about whatever their niche is. And those, I listen to all those shows all the time and I like them and they're great. There's a lot of those shows. And what you start to see is you start to see or hear the same people. Uh, on 20 different shows 
talking about the same thing. And, and it, you know, it, it just, it doesn't stand out. It becomes not, some of them are valuable. Obviously it depends on the guest, but the other thing about it is for me, I think doing an interview show like that, ultimately you're showcasing the guest expertise. And for me, I'm a coach and a consultant and I write blog posts. It's, I was going to, to me, it was like the point of having a show is to showcase my expertise, not just showcase the expertise of others. So I knew right off the bat, like, I don't want to do a sort of typical traditional interview show for, for those more, for those reasons. The other thing I know is while I listen to lots of shows that are 45 minutes or an hour or longer, and they can be really interesting, uh, just like with my newsletter, which on weekdays is a one paragraph, sometimes one sentence only newsletter, I, I always try to go, how concise can I make something, right? How can I remove, like I said before, all of the fluff? You know, I, there's so many podcasts that I listen to and that, that I like, but, you know, they'll spend half an hour talking about a person's backstory and then 10 minutes with that person actually sharing actionable tips and advice. And <laughs> I, I'm listening to it because I want to get stuff that I can use and do. I want to get to the, the quote unquote good stuff. I don't just want a profile of that person's background. So I, I, so I started thinking about it of like, even if it's going to be me, you know, how do I, how do I make this sort of short and get to the point and ensure that the stuff that we're talking about is going to be valuable and people can use it. Right. And so one of the ways to do that, you know, the first part of it was, okay, well, I'm going to have people come on and talk to me as opposed to me interviewing them. I'm going to have them submit questions in advance so I can pick really good questions and ensure that I don't have people on that are always asking me the same questions. Mm -hmm. Right. Because one of my original ideas for this podcast was going to be just recording some of my consulting calls and coaching calls. But then I realized there's a lot of similarities in what people have. So people are going to wind up hearing me giving the same advice kind of sometimes over and over again. So this <laughs> way I get to curate the questions that I'm asked. So not every, you know, so each episode will have people asking different questions. It will also be, some people will ask more general questions, but a lot of the guests you'll see on here will ask, you know, questions more specific to their real situations, which I always find is more valuable for people. Like I try mm -hmm. not to talk in generalities. I try to speak to like, well, let's talk exactly about the way you describe your newsletter, for example. And then the other thing is with everything that I do, as, as you well know, I want it to be timeless. I like things that are modular and really easy to repurpose in a variety of ways. So this three question, five minute format certainly fits into that. Like it will be very easy. And it's something I'm sure I say we will do, but I mean, you will do for me is we will chop this up and every one, the answers to each one of the three questions in each episode should be really good social content. They should really good YouTube videos. Uh, we should be able to pull tweets out of them. Like they should provide value in all sorts of different ways. So that's the other thing I do find with most podcasts. They have those moments, but you have these just sort of long ranging conversations that it can be harder to figure out how you repurpose them, how you, you know, what you do with them. 
whereas this format will be very simple to to do so. And I'd say the other thing is just logistically, yes, I'm going to have guests on this, but because it's different, because I'm choosing from, you know, a whole bunch, I already have, you know, 40, 50 people who have submitted questions. There'll be, and the <laughs> podcast hasn't even launched yet. So I don't have to go try to find and book big expert guests every week and deal with <laughs> scheduling and all that logistical stuff. I can sort of go, here's the days I'm going to record. Let me go find people who applied and had good questions. And even from a time commitment, you're asking for a half hour of their time maybe to record. From an editing <laughs> standpoint, we'll do a little editing, but we're not going to do a massive amount of editing with this. So I think that's the other thing in terms of like, why is now the time to do it? I feel like I've also figured out a structure that is going to make it. It's still going to take take time, obviously, an effort to <laughs> do, but way more manageable than I think the typical podcast is. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm excited okay. about it. Yeah, me. Personally. I hope so because you're you're going to be the one editing it. Uh, so, all right. What's the third? We're hard to believe. We're flying right along. What's the third thing you want to know? All right. Knowing that I am probably the person that knows the most about mm -hmm. your content and has read everything you've ever written multiple times over at this point, I want to know how the podcast fits into your overall content ecosystem of everything that you do and how will it be different, sure. I guess. Sure. So... I, as you know, I'm very, I'm very strategic about my content in general, and I'm always looking for ways to repurpose it and get more of it and, and definitely think about not only how does this fit into other content that I've created or am creating, but also how does it fit into my business as a whole, right? How is this going to, is this going to be a revenue driver either directly or indirectly? You know, for example, my newsletter for the first four years, there were no ads in it. There was no direct monetization, but it was the engine of my entire business. All my clients came either through my newsletter or through word of mouth from previous clients. Mm -hmm. It was the engine of my audience growth because blog posts and stuff that I would write in there would then get repurposed in a million different ways. So, so I want to create a podcast that not only is a good sort of standalone product, and yet the simple answer is, oh, I didn't have a podcast and now I have a podcast, right? And But also, how is it going to help do multiple things, right? Audience, how's it going to help me inspire new content ideas, product ideas? How is it going to help generate revenue? And, and there's a bunch of ways I think it's going to do all of that stuff. So first, from a very basic level, Aside from being a guest on other people's podcasts, up to this point, I basically have had no audio and video content at all. Mm -hmm. This, by recording one half-hour episode a week, will now give me audio and video content. That audio mm -hmm. content will go on Apple and Spotify and every place you listen to podcasts. The video stuff will go on YouTube. Some of those clips can be repurposed on Twitter or LinkedIn, or you know, we'll see how we ultimately use them. But that from a content ecosystem standpoint, that opens up two new channels, meaning video and audio, even though they'll go on multiple channels that previously I wasn't using at all. Another big thing is because of the format and the questions that people are submitting and the conversations that I'll have with them on the show, I, I assume that's going to inspire all sorts of other content for me, right? Mm -hmm. 
I'll see what people want to know. I'll see what they're struggling with. I'll have to think about my answer to those questions, which not only can be this video and audio content, but that will inspire tweets. It will inspire threads. It may inspire skill session workshops down the road. I'll be able to see sort of similarities in what people are struggling with. So from a content inspiration piece, it gives me a new sort of a new source for that. Another thing is, you know, I know from feedback I've gotten from being on other people's podcasts, I know from coaching calls I do and consulting and a little bit of speaking that I've done, I think I'm pretty decent at talking about this stuff. Uh, so even though I think of myself as a writer, I believe this will be a new way for people to sort of hear me and consume and be exposed to my expertise, both new audiences and my existing audience. And my hunch is because this format is almost like micro consulting, that my guess is it's going to lead to more consulting requests because I think people are going to hear, and this goes back to why I wanted a show that showcased my expertise as opposed to the expertise of others is I think mm -hmm. people are going to hear this and they're going to go, wow, that was really helpful. I would love to have him. I'd love to have a conversation with him or have him help me figure out my problems or challenges. So because up to this point, people that are reaching out to hire me as a consultant, for the most part, unless they've heard me on podcasts, they're really just doing it because they've read my newsletter, read my blog mm -hmm. posts. Like if you take a step back, it's actually kind of amazing that without doing this, without actually showing people how I kind of work with people that I've managed to get a steady stream of clients. This is the <laughs> closest I've had to sort of a specific example of this is what it's like to have me help you. So I think from a business standpoint, that will help. And then the other big thing from a business standpoint is I have had a lot, as you know, I've had a lot of success with ads and sponsorships in my newsletter since we launched it about two years ago or a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. whoever it was. And I, you know, this is going to create two new opportunities, two new sponsorship opportunities, both in audio and video, certainly in the podcast, YouTube, not only sponsorship of the show on YouTube, but also if I'm getting enough views and stuff, turning on YouTube ads can be an easy additional revenue stream. So that's good. And I also think not only is it create new revenue streams, just like with my newsletter, like I'm hoping I have some ideas for ways I could incorporate sponsors into the show that is more interesting and more unique than maybe what they do somewhere else. So <laughs> I'm still figuring out the sponsorship piece, but as an example, you know, most sponsorship ads in podcasts or most ads in podcasts are sort of your basic read. Oh, today's episode is brought to you by blah, 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 blah. Okay. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And I may do some of that, but I could also see a scenario where there's a themed episode. So for example, let's say it was a sponsor who has something to do with videos. Maybe that episode is all about answering questions about videos. Maybe they're asking the question. Mm -hmm. Maybe that sponsor is the expert who I bring on to ask questions. Maybe it's some yeah. episodes, there's a bonus question that's brought to you by the sponsor and relevant to their thing. So again, I think this format will lead to some interesting possibilities on that end as well. So let me ask you, because you know, you know, my ecosystem well, how do you, how do you, mm -hmm. is there anything that I'm missing 
or and I guess in general, what do you what do you think? Or you know, we're both sitting here, and I am hoping this will work. I think people will like it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? What do where do you think this is headed on episode one? I won't hold you to it. I think not surprisingly at all, you're super thoughtful and strategic about when you're doing this, how you're doing it, and how you're going to integrate all of your other things into it. So I'm not surprised that it's taken this long to get here, but that what you've thought out is actually really smart. What I think people will get out of this is something that I observed, like I mentioned before, I've been working with you for a decade at this point, but the first thing that I noticed about you when we were working together at the Oscars, um, when I was in meetings with you, that you were the person that was just so spontaneously brilliant with ideas and thoughtful commentary and asking the right questions. It was like Josh Spector magic. And I know we have hashtag Josh Spector effect on on your socials now, but I think some of your best moments personally are those spontaneous ideas. And so having the conversations, which I know happens in your consulting comes all the time, Mm -hmm. but like you said, nobody gets to hear that other than the people that you're talking to. So I think this is actually might be one of the most perfect ways to show off your expertise. So that's why I'm excited about it. First of all, for anyone that's listening, that's how you earn yourself a bonus, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I told you. I I mean it though. I told you Emily was smart. No, it's funny. The (laughs) thing you say, and I think that goes right to, you actually did a better job of sort of saying what I was going to say about the inspiration and content inspiration that I get from people's questions, because I absolutely... That is how I come up with ideas. I think it's why a lot of times on Twitter, I'll be like, I just want people to throw me their sort of problems and struggles. Like, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like a puzzle to me. So then, you know, that idea of like, what do you want to know? And I think when I hear that, it's, it makes it much easier for me to sort of figure things out and come up with ideas if I'm prompted than if I'm just sitting down and trying to figure out, whoa, what? advice could I give to people? So yeah, uh, what are some of my favorite moments in meetings with you when we would be meeting with some of like the biggest brands on the planet to work on the show and they would come in with these super slick presentations and things. And then, you know, everyone would look to you and you would just toss out a question or change everything with just one super thoughtful answer. And all of these people would walk out just gobsmacked and I would love to see that happen. <laughs> If, 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 if only, uh, if only just because they were gobsmacked doesn't mean they actually did it. If only it was, if only it was as simple to actually execute. That's true. But so, yeah. So thank you for doing this. I know we said we're going to keep these episodes short, so I'm going to live up to my promise and keep it short. Thank you for doing this. I'm really excited. Thank you in advance for all the help that you were going to give me actually editing and processing and doing all this stuff, because to be honest. Without that, I probably wouldn't be doing this because it would feel like way too much work and I'd be too easy for me to say no. I'm really excited to do it. To everyone that's listening to this, welcome aboard. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. A few, a bunch of things for you to check out if you're new to my world. Again, start with my newsletter for theinterested.com slash subscribe is where you get that. I do a series of video workshops called Skill Sessions. You can go to joshspector.com slash sessions to get those. If you're interested to learn more about my consulting, go to joshspector.com slash consulting. Notice the theme here. If you would like to be a guest on this show, 
go to joshspector.com slash questions and you can submit, you can apply and submit your three questions. And that's about it. I just want to say thank you for your interest and we will see you next week.